Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Waters Runs Deep podcast for episode 12. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about witches, right? Or no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I keep messing it up. Vampires, vampires, not witches. So close. Uh, I yes, think Amanda's going to take lead on this topic tonight. Um, so All right. you know, everybody guard your neck and let's get after it. Guard your loins too, because that could be a good place oh, to get some blood. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jesus. we're going to start off like we do every episode with a Florida person story. Um, I have two that I found this week that I couldn't decide which one, so I decided we're going to do both. Um, so, <clears throat> Dave, since Christopher's internet is weak, don't worry, they're still recording high quality. Um, <laughs> you get to pick which one. So, pick A or B. Oh, um, B. All right. Ooh, I was hoping you'd go with B. All right. So in Pinellas County, a Florida man was arrested after deputies said he was caught on camera setting his boss's house on fire because spirits told him to do it. That is absolutely incredible. So has spirits ever told you to do anything? Okay, so I'm going to listen. So I've been fascinated with these mediums lately. For some reason, I don't know why I've jumped on like the medium thing. Um, but uh, the Teresa Caputo, and then I found oh, another yeah, one I today saw her on live. YouTube. It was glorious. Did you see her live? I've always been scared. I guess, of my like, birthday last year. I'm always scared. Like, okay, who's going to come out of the freaking woodshed and, and, and talk to us? But so I've been watching her and there was another guy. Hey, listen. So I guess this medium thing that sometimes like you can't control it or whatever. Just these people happen to talk to you. So if he was hearing spirits, I mean, he was hearing spirits. You can't blame the guy. Yeah. But like Teresa Caputo has never like burnt someone's house down that I'm aware of. Well, I mean, you don't know the feelings she gets. That's true. I was has, really like hoping that she would pick me because it was like on my birthday and I was like really hoping a certain spirit would come and like talk with her for yeah. me. Pop up. No, it didn't happen. Oh, no. Her I dad. was hoping for Christina. Oh, geez. Because we share the same birthday. Oh, really? Oh, and that's so I, right. For our listeners, we have a cousin, Christina, who um, we all were very close to. She passed a couple years ago. Her and I share the same birthday. We were really close. I was super hoping that she would come and talk through her, but it didn't happen. Or well, see, there's, it. there's times where I, I feel like it's staged. And oh, then yeah. there's other times where I'm like, wait a minute, this chick's for real, you know? So I'm like, I'm still on the fence. And, and I started watching this guy, uh, today on YouTube, who I guess is pretty famous for doing like famous people readings. Is he the younger guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like they're did you taking him TikTok about him. I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't. I send so many TikToks a daily. It's like, <laughs> like TikTok bombing people is my fave. But yeah. this guy, he they they're taking him to houses and they're not telling him who he's going to read or or anything like that. And on the way to these houses, he's like, I feel a very feminine, you know, a strong feminine thing. And so he went and read like four females. That's the house he was going to. It was like four female friends or something like that. So it's 
I'm I'm kind of like you know I'm still leery, very very leery. See, I'm a little. For Christmas, we're gonna buy you a reading. I am all about the conspiracy stuff. Okay, all about it. Whether I believe all of it is another story. However, when it comes to the clairvoyant, the um, psychics, the mediums, all that stuff, I am extremely, extremely hesitant to buy into it. The reason being is because it doesn't take much to be what they call like a mentalist. So it's like a code reading on somebody. So you look at them and you can kind of tell what's ailing them, you know, what's bothering them, who they've lost just by looking at them by small ticks. So I'm kind of hesitant to, and they, they use like leading questions to see how you react to them to kind of see if they need to go down that road or continue trying to figure out what it is. So I'm a little hesitant, not that I don't believe it, but just a little hesitant to buy into it. Well, I think that's part of my problem. Like, you know, Caputo, I'm not, I'm not downplaying what she may be able to do or what have you, but you know, like you said, the leading question, she, you know, she'll, she'll go, okay, well, I'm feeling somebody's mom's past and, and a strong feeling on this side of the route. Well, okay. Do you got like a 50, percent chance of somebody's mom being passed on this side of the room you know what i mean so it's like i feel you fishing here and then but then she'll go okay well i'm i'm seeing like somebody has a tattoo of doves and then the girl that she's talking to is like well yeah i got doves on my ankle so you know i don't know yeah and that's that's yeah it's just hard i mean it's sometimes like with those tv show ones i feel like they may be fluffed a little bit um but I don't know. It's not that I don't believe it, but I, I just, I, I don't know. I've never had it done to me. So I can't like say wholeheartedly one way or the other, I guess, until I see it in person. I'm just basing it off TV reactions and other people's reactions, having them, having it done to them. So it's kind of, I'm on the fence. So <clears throat> I, uh, excuse my, my cough a little. I'm still getting over the COVID big news. Um, so I, it was really interesting when I saw uh, Teresa Caputo or whatever in person. Cause I, I do agree she was fishing and like, there are all these theories of how she can like get the information to get, you know, and she knows who bought her tickets. I mean, I didn't buy my ticket, but, um, but the interesting part, I guess, or maybe not interesting, but like the part that I thought was really moving was even if this is fake, these people found peace. There were a lot of, like, there was this woman who's, I can't see, oh, okay. There was a woman who's, um. That's crazy. Uh, I want to say it was, like, her son had recently, like, taken his life. And, um, she, Teresa was, pointed her out. It was in this big auditorium that I went and saw her. And spoke with the mom. And, like, I don't know if. They did research on this woman, whatever. I'm not saying that's great. But what I am saying is that woman was like, found, like she said she felt peace now with the passing of her child. And, and I don't, and that, I don't, yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. It, yeah. It's just the, the fraud side of it is like you said, that, I mean, they know who buys the tickets, especially with the way you, most people buy tickets. And it's so easy to find out information on people. And even if they can't, find it out on on say for instance me like i don't do that much on social media and put stuff on social media so it's a little bit more difficult not impossible but a little bit more difficult to 
see what's going on in my life, you know? But someone like, you know, an influencer that puts everything on the internet, you know, it's pretty easy to find out what's, what's bothering them if they just recently lost somebody, if they're, you know, what's troubling them because they put it on social media. Now, years ago, 20, 25 years ago, before social media and before the internet, it was a little harder. So you kind of had to do the cold reading. It's just the, the fraud side of it. But if people are fine, even if it, even if people are finding solace in it, then I guess it kind of takes up for the, the fraud, I guess, you know, the, uh, you know, so I, 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 that's okay. I mean, if people are getting something out of it, then by all means, you know, whatever it takes. So I had, I did a reading when I was in New Orleans. Um, Gosh, it must have been like four years ago now. And it was very random. And we were in the park where the church is. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Um, yeah, yeah. The big church, the big cathedral is. Mm-hmm. We just, we were walking that way and we were stopping. The friend of mine was like looking for something in her purse. And this woman is like going crazy trying to get my attention. And I'm like, Megan, this woman was trying to get my attention. And I don't know what she wants. And Megan's like, what are you talking about? And this woman literally is like screaming my name. And I don't know this woman. Your name? Yes. Was like, what the fuck? Trying to get my attention. So I said, all right, whatever. I'm drunk. Let's throw caution to the wind and see what's going on. So we went over there and she said, a spirit has told me that I have to talk to you. And I was like, oh, did they now? For $5.99. Right. Well, right. I'm like, all right, now, now I'm really game. Now I'm all about this. Like, so I said, okay. And she didn't charge me. She sat wow. there. She talked with me. Um, Megan was with me and she did say some things to Megan, but she said to me, it's going to be okay. And I was like, okay. And she's like, no, no, no. It's going to be okay. And then she said, they're really sorry for what happened. They love you. Like, and then, so what, there's no way she could have known this because I didn't post it online. I didn't, I don't know how she knew me. She said, um, uh, they were with you while you were in the hospital. And I was like, what? And I was in the hospital in New Orleans. Like, cause I had a kidney infection. The first right. time we got there, I went right in the hospital and I was like, Oh, and she's like, they're watched over you. And I'm thinking, was it my dad? Is it Christina? Like, I don't know who it was. She was a feminine, a woman. It was a feminine feeling. So I'm assuming it was a woman. Could have been her grandmother. No idea. Um, but yeah, she was really, and she said, you know, she wants you to stop worrying about finding love. You're going to find it because I wasn't married yet. I hadn't met Adam. I was thinking about this other person back home. Yeah, it was it was very moving and I was like a little creeped out because yeah. this woman did not know me at all. And she See didn't that? tell me like what's going to happen in the future. She didn't tell me like this. She just like, it was like the spirit told her she had to talk to me. But if she called you out by name, I mean, I mean, we're, okay, we're, we're going down a right yeah. road, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's why I, that's was, something I'd buy into then. You know, that's kind of, I was like, and then Megan, so then she, I was like a little emotional and I was just very quiet and shocked, like what's happening. And then she turned to Megan and something to the effect of like the person you're with isn't your person. And 
um, they are not good for you. And Megan was like, but he's my, my soulmate. And she's like, I mean, there are better things for you, dude. And yeah. I mean, lo and behold, not to throw Megan's like dirt. People don't know Megan, not to throw dirt out there. But I mean, he was a jackass and like really? totally wronged her. And I, so it was, it was just interesting that this, and like, that's a really like, you could have said it to anybody. Like if she would have told me that, I'd been like, great. Cause the person I'm with has four legs and is going to die in a month. I want to um, go talk to this lady. Like I want to yeah, go to New really, Orleans and like, well, like, so tell me about this, you know, tell me about my life. So when we went back, when Chris and I went back, uh, what, like five years, four years ago, we went, Chris? Um, it's like two three? or three, three, three uh, years ago. It was right, right. Literally um, before COVID. Oh yeah. It was literally like, like the month before COVID. Ooh, um, I didn't see her. Like I looked for her when we were like in the square and didn't see her. Yeah. Cause I would have shit a brick if she would have called my name out. Say, hey, Chris, Hey, Chris. Be like, huh? Ah. Yeah. Or if she's like, Hey man, I remember you. And I'd be like, ah. yes. Yeah. 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 It was blink, blink. If you're in danger, it was super <laughs> weird. It was very like, and I believe all that stuff. Like I believe in ghosts and spirits. Adam makes fun of me. He's probably listening yeah. to this right now, laughing his ass off. Um, we went. I we believe like, in it too. I believe all of it. So, what did this guy get told by these spirits? Oh yeah, exactly. Let's go back. Um, so he was caught on multiple surveillance videos um, at this newly constructed home while riding a bike, and then he apparently like stopped at a stop sign, covered his face. And then he was captured running back to the house before his boat uh, his on the thing. He just says that the spirits told him to put, start the fire and that he's not upset at his boss. He's like, I don't know. I just was told to do it. So um, I think if he's hearing spirits, that might not be clairvoyancy. And maybe it's like multiple personality disorder. Or there's a It sounds like that. schizophrenia to me. Yeah, schizophrenia. Something maybe else. Maybe some drugs, lack of a raise, you know, something. Yeah. Well, he said he's not mad at his um, boss, so. No. Well, I mean, you can not be mad, but not get a raise and still go, oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, poor guy has a set. So nobody was hurt in the fire, though? Home. No, it sounds like it was a newly erected home. So that I don't think anybody was erected. like living there. <laughs> she said erected. <laughs> so... Uh, that happened, and then also this week, a right. Tennessee man was arrested in North Florida gas station. Um, well, well, he's now a Florida man. He is now a Florida man. He had stolen a car. But the best part about this is that this gentleman has a face tattoo with the one and only Ricky Bobby. Yes, baby. I want to go fast. So the sad part is he caught him at the gas station. I mean, you just got to let that guy, let him go for a minute and see how fast we can go. And if Did you were like me it? wondering if his name is Ricky Bobby and that's why, no, his name is Brett Lee Dixon. So is it say that Ricky Bobby, like the name on his forehead? Yeah. Yeah. I'll post a picture to our Instagram for our followers to look. He has a lovely, like above his eyebrows, it says Ricky. Bobby and a dollar sign. And then he has right here on his, like, I don't know what part of it, like your cheekbone. He has uh, the star of David with dollar signs in the middle. And then on one side of his 
of his uh, temple area, it says trust. Hmm. Um, he really he trusted that probably, tattoo artist. <laughs> he has some other things happening that I can't fully see what those are, but um, like I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of Will Ferrell. I'm a fan <laughs> of you know his movies. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm getting Ricky Bobby or 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 Anchorman or anything tattooed on my person. I'm just gonna be like a fan of him. I mean, so the most I'll probably not... go is Ryan Reynolds. Like that's my dude, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I so you... I um I don't think I'd even do that to be honest with. You. So I have uh, I, I would never get. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I would not get a tattoo. I have several tattoos. I wouldn't get a tattoo, man. I know you have tattoos, but I would never get a tattoo of a celebrity. However, I do have a tattoo of a band's um, album cover from one of their albums on my arm. So that's like the closest I'll go. And that's just a bat. How do you feel about that? Is that band still popular? Uh, not really. Um, I still like the band. It's a, a AFI. It's an old uh, punk band. Um, I do like the band a lot. But um, yeah, I, I was when I got the most recent tattoo. I got my daughter's name tattooed on my chest. The guy we got talking about, it and he said, I, "I don't know if I asked or Robin made a comment about it." Somehow it came up, and he says, "Well, I could cover that up pretty much with anything you want." So I guess it's faded enough now. That it's pretty easily uh, rewritable, I guess you would say. So I don't know. I, I there's other stuff that I'd rather get done than worry about that because it's not it's not bothering me. It's kind of part of me now. So. Oh my I Deadpool, am. my Deadpool thing was a joke. I mean, I'm not gonna go get Ryan Reynolds tattooed on my butt crack. But <laughs> oh, but I get Deadpool. I do love me some Ryan Reynolds. He's freaking hilarious. I'd love to meet the guy. Um, do you yeah, don't have any tattoos, do you, Dave? I don't. Uh, been thinking about it. You really, you're terrified of needles. I can't stand needles, but uh, people oh. tell me it's like a sunburn. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's hurt. not bad. It's not. It depends on See, where you get it. I mean, it, and then that's what people tell me. You know, oh, it doesn't hurt. And then I'm afraid I get one. I'm like, oh, you know, that wasn't so bad. Let's do this. And I'm sleeved up by like next week. <laughs> you're gonna have Ricky on Bobby on your eyebrows? Heck yeah, I'm gonna have Ricky Bobby. I want to go fast right down my nose. Teardrops <laughs> and and dollar signs. No you know what? Teardrops, no regrets, dollar signs, <laughs> got some uh, spider webs around my elbows. There you go. I know how to work it. I get it. So I I have a lot of tattoos also. I have nine, I think, now. Um, and I haven't been places that aren't, weren't comfortable. Like I have one right behind my ear. And I fell asleep during that one. Because hmm. it was so, like, the sound was really, like, what do they call Soothing. that sound? Yeah, that sound is like a white extremely noise. soothing. White noise. It's a very good white noise. Very good. It was, white yeah, noise. it was amazing. And then um, the next one I want to get, and Chris, I, I thought was funny because we were just talking about tattoos the other day. Um, I want to get the Valkyrie symbol on my arm because you know, Valkyrie is yeah. a Nordic warrior and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And you were talking about getting some Nordic symbols. Yeah, I was going to get some runes on my forearm with some bands going around. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know Ryan. You know my best friend Ryan. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's not got Ryan Reynolds. all over. Yeah, yeah, not Ryan Reynolds. He's not my best friend yet. But you know, Ryan, hey, you know Reynolds, <laughs> bump me up. If you, I mean, if you're down, I'm, I'll be friends with you. But I mean, he's got that full shirt thing going on, you know, mm-hmm. and 
on the uh, back he's got the the four horsemen of the apocalypse and oh, wow. um on his yeah, arms he's cool. got um um uh, like sea life like you know sharks and octopus and stuff like that on his That's chest cool. he's got uh like some almost like indian artwork like uh um the rock the rock oh, tribal like yeah tribal like stuff, tribal yeah. stuff yeah so i mean he's kind of like all over the place and you know a bunch of his stuff looks really cool I, i'd like to I, I really like the four horsemen on his back um but it's just if if i think my first anything would be something along the lines of savannah mm-hmm. my daughter you know just because i want something that i'm gonna have to live with for the rest of my life and you know, clearly she's going to be around forever, so I'd be happy with that. I'm just not sure of anything else right now. I have a friend from college. Uh, her name is Erica, and her husband's name is Eric. They've been together forever. And Eric has <clears throat> Erica tattooed, and someone's like, that's so stupid. What happens if you break up? And he's like, I'll get the A removed and to do my name. And I thought... That's nice. Pretty that's pretty smart. Clever. That's pretty I smart. That. So... I bet um, she, well, didn't, son- she didn't appreciate that too much, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure she just laughed. He's pretty, yeah. pretty funny people. Yeah, so he was in a Bucky's drive. Oh, I hear Bucky's, by the way. It's apparently a really good gas station. So um, Bucky's is something to similar to. Have you ever been to. Um, oh, what's that gas? The truck stop off of I 10. Oh, like uh, the Flying J? Yes, yeah, something like the yeah. Flying J, maybe a little uh, bigger. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. I've never been to a Bucky's, so, but that's what I'm hearing. It's like. In Colorado, we have a gas station called the Come and Go. There you have it. Yeah, I have and- a t shirt. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, hold on. Uh, I need a Come and Go t shirt. I'll get you one, Dave. It's a Come and Go up the street. <laughs> that's phenomenal. I'll get, you a co- I'll get you a Come and Go shirt. No, you do have one. That's Um, but it's not as exciting as uh, I like, like that. It's not like yeah, a man. Sheets or um, a Wawa. We don't have anything. The one like I went Wawa to Wawa was a shithole. The one I got the T-shirt yeah. at, but I wanted a T-shirt, so I yeah. But I up. mean, you can't pass by a come and go and not get a T-shirt. I mean, yeah, that's that awesome. phenomenal. And they're all over, and I'm just like, nobody. Thought to go buy marketing before you did this. That's some money though. Like he came up with or K U M. Yeah, it's K U M and go. go. Yeah, so it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's Bucky's, you know. You just take the the Yeah, you take the B away and put an F, you got fuckies. There you go. We can do this all day long. I mean, yeah. but come and go is like right there. That's mon- That's the money shot. Come and go. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. Or all the puns. Oh, man. This is why we need to start a Patreon so we could just talk about gas station names for an entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Are we editing this yeah. out? Come and go is not getting no. edited out, is it? Heck no. no. Maybe it could be too much time. One day. I was just going to yeah. say, maybe I find out how to get them to be a sponsor. I don't know. Right? Come and go for me is pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to know about this. All right. Well, I'm just going to just gonna close out those tabs and start talking about our topic for the day. 
Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I love the idea of, of there being vampires. I think I would be a vampire hunter in another life. I'm well, really curious to learn about witches. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, wrong podcast, bud. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, witches actually has a really interesting story of why they like the witch hunt and stuff. So that could be an interesting future topic. I swear yeah. you said witches somewhere in our discussion about what this podcast was going to be. And I'm telling, I'm I was telling my daughter bitch. everything. I was like, she goes, what are we talking about? I said, witches. And then you come <laughs> on and you're like, no, vampires. I'm like, I'm so lost now. I feel like next week you're going to think we're talking about Frankenstein or something. Mm. Like that would be pretty cool. Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Mary Shelley. Um, so vampires. So what do you all know about because I this information that I dug up was quite interesting. Um, but I'm curious to know what you all know about vampires. I will vampires go first. From witches. Yeah. Yeah. I will go first. So what I know is that there's two types. There are the blood sucking type, and then there's the um the psychic vampires, which they suck like your energy. They're like the energy sucking vampires. So I do know that. Um, and the blood sucking type are the ones that, of course, that, that drink blood. There might be a third one in there too, but I'm pretty sure those are like your two basic types. Um, they're, they're very old in, in both ways. I think they both, I believe, started around the same time and one kind of took more steam than the other, which is, of course, the blood sucking ones. Um, very f- interesting story though. If you've ever seen, uh, what we do in the shadows, they have a, uh, energy uh vampire in there and he's very dry extremely dry personality he's actually pretty funny but i I like that show but yes i I like to hear that show chris yeah it's a good one dave you gotta watch it what we do in the shadows it is like the office but vampires yes i think i it was on the other night like for certain i have the tv on for like background noise or whatever and it was on and i caught a couple like lines and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And you know, is this guy trying to talk, <laughs> talk to these other people and just sitting into the, the throne or what have you. And he's like, it's not the people in the throne. It's the people talking, the people into the throne that have the power. I'm like, well, this <laughs> is pretty funny. Um, yeah. It's clever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, I was going to mention something to you guys to see if you'd seen it. Cause I guess it was, it's new. It's newer. I think there's three or four seasons, maybe. Really? Is yeah. I want to say it's just now getting kind of more popular. Like, I yeah. thought it was like, season. I thought it was like brand new. Like, Mm-mm. and it's based so it's off a TV FX? show. I mean, it's yeah, it's on FX, but it's based off of a old show or movie. Of a movie, right? Yeah. And they actually remade the movie at one point, but it's off an older movie. Really? They made it a TV show. Yeah. yeah. About that. Things you learn. It's hilarious. Dave, what do you know about vampires? I know The Underworld was a very good movie. The Vampires and Werewolves. I know we have Vampire Bats. That's Uh about as far as I go with this. Both are accurate. Hmm. Um, I love Vampire Bats. Those are my favorite animal, or Vampire Bats. Um, Or Bats. I am a weird child, and I think I was like six or seven. Bats. I like, oh, love them. I love Batman, <laughs> but 
not especially bats. like a female who what female jumps up and goes i like bats they I look like rats that. i don't even so think smart. batman likes bats <laughs> he was well, a little does, afraid but... of them but i think he came around yeah uh, yeah after uh, they attacked him so um i have two stories about bats. my first story is i was young i was like six i think and we had bats go where we grew up there were bats in the woods there and that's why yeah. i was like oh they're cool yeah and i was like they had like a do a project on your favorite animal in first grade. And so everyone's like, this is a turkey. This is a, d- a dolphin. I was like, this is a bat. Bats <laughs> are great. <laughs> nice. You were that. I know kid. a lot about, I know a lot about bats. And then my second story, one time I was dating, I went on this date with this guy on this first date. <laughs> um, he was, oh, so many interesting things about this human. And he lasted a lot longer than he should have. But he was telling, and I'm not, it's not the men I'm married to. Um, he was telling me that when he was little, he got attacked by bats. And I was he like, fucking Batman. Well, that's what I said. I was like, what are your mom and dad dead? And you're Batman. He's like, well, my mom and dad both have actually passed away. Fuck. He's oh. fucking Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and I like, you put dated my foot Bruce Wayne. The- <laughs> and she no, I let dated, him go without introducing. I dated, <laughs> I dated like, what Bruce Wayne would have been like if his father didn't have a lot of money and he wasn't raised by a butler. Basically, hmm. I dated a man who only had a mattress in his apartment. That was hmm. the only thing he had. Didn't it was have a startup Bruce friends. Wayne. It wasn't like a fully funded <laughs> Bruce Wayne. It's like a startup <laughs> right. Bruce Wayne. Right. Um, yes. So I, his nickname throughout my friends was uh, Ginger Batman. because He was a ginger. Lower class Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, but I, um, you can't I said start the same the whole... thing. I'm like, what the hell are you, Batman? And uh, no, no, um, that put my foot right in my mouth. So. Yeah, that's fucked. I don't know what I would say. And you know, the nice part about it is I think we dated like four more months after that until he totally ditched me like at an event, like just left. And I was like. Hey, Batman, he had to go save <laughs> some lives. Hello. Right, right. You're asking a lot for Batman to stick around. Hey, dump the guy because he's saving lives and shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He wow. Just, you should feel even more horrible about yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. I may have dumped Batman, but I found my Superman. So, Aww. who has already told me that he plans to be Fat Thor for Halloween. Fat Thor. Awesome. Nice. Nice. That is his plan. He's growing his beard out and everything. Nice. All right. So let's talk about vampires. So vampires, um, uh, often we like think of them, like you guys said, like these creatures who drink blood or um, kind of have the fangs and all of that. Um, We, they usually like prey upon humans and they like go after them. And we always think about Dracula things like that. Um, and that's not super wrong, like in the sense of how they've been portrayed, but there are some reasons to maybe why that is, but how it's portrayed. So they're especially popular in Eastern Europe, which makes sense if we think about Dracula and where that story came from. And the word vampire actually originates from the Eastern European region. So people used to dig up bodies and that they thought were vampires and they would like, they would go after and like kill them and like stab if they weren't dead yet they would stab them with like wooden spikes like all these things so they would dig them up and like stab them again yes yeah um and i'll get more into that 
because there is some really interesting, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I think extra killed people. Well, I mean, that's like what they do for zombies. They just put most of your, like, when they thought zombies were big, if you see these uh, graves, they have cages over them. So yep. the dead can't rise. So the reason that we think that they probably did that is because hmm. back in like the medieval times, um, sometimes people were pronounced dead when they really weren't dead. Well, that's so, why they had bells and the, the like the strings <laughs> attached so they could, they if could they were still that? alive, yeah. they can ring it. Could you so imagine because- waking up in a sarcophagus going, oh, damn. I'd be looking for that string, bud. Ding, ding, that ding, would be ding. my biggest. Get me. It's like one of my biggest fears. Yeah, but okay. So you ring the bell and nobody answers. Like that guy's midnight. gone home. He's like, well, or he's the, really dead. He's not. Or really the string breaks. Up. Or the str- Oh my god! Could you imagine? You pull the string. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra fuck, bud. Oh, that's just like, oh, well, you, yeah. God wants you. You'd tonight. be in there. You'd be in there and be like, oh fuck! I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Oh. Uh, there's a string I could pull this string for the bell you would go to pull on it snap then you're fucked the whole fucking <laughs> string comes right right down into yep. the coffin and then what's your next move like do you try to break out because you're six mm. feet under so if you break out there's dirt coming in you're gonna suffocate from the dirt I do the kill bill thing remember she was doing the punch punching through the oh that the, the little six inch punch yeah the finger what they call it a fingertip punch or something where she was punching the wood and she busted through and she got out. I don't know if that's possible, but I would try it, Jet. Well, I mean... Yeah, what you got to lose, point, bud? Yeah. At that point, you're six foot under already, so... Yeah. 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 So, the reason that they think this is because people sometimes would be, like, super ill or sometimes very drunk. Mm, that sucks. Go out for a night drinking and just end up in a box. Those are some great friends. That's almost like, you know, if you walked <laughs> away from Batman while he was saving lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they would, they would be, people would think they were dead and then later miraculously recover, but sometimes it'd be too late to prevent their burial. So then that led to this belief of vampires and rituals such as staking corpses to the heart before they were buried or burying people face down so they couldn't get out of their graves. So you said it was too late to prevent their burial. Does that mean they're already buried or did they just get so far in the process? Like we made the box. You're fucking burying you now, regardless. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bitch, you're already in the coffin. You're going down, yeah. right? Look, yeah. You're at least making a six-foot trip. Yeah. We already caught the priest in from three towns over. Yeah, we're doing this. I'm sorry, but you got to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't Pick have one for the team. I'm gonna the certificate's been signed. You're going in the dirt. Well, and I don't think they did as much... Um, What's the word that we do where you take the organs out? Embalming. Embalming. Um, no, embalming is where they put the fluid in you. It's a. Uh, no, oh, no. I guess they do remove shit too. I don't know. I'm not a. Well, I don't pathologist. think they do as much of that as now as they do now as they did back then. I think it was like, oop, we got to bury him. And sometimes, like, you know, you got to bury him quick because you don't you don't want to spread the disease from the mice or whatever. Well, I'm sure, like the Undertaker and stuff like that, had to go home and grab some dinner or something too. So yeah, knock up his wife. Usually, only the one guy. Yeah, that guy used to live. Didn't they like used to live on grounds and stuff like that? Could you imagine having that job? Mm-mm. No, thank you. Um. So modern incarnations of vampire myths seems to stem largely from Gothic European literature, 
Um, specifically, this one story by Heinrich Angos Ossenfield, which is Der Vampire. Nailed it. Uh, thank you. Which was um, about a vampire who seduced an innocent maiden. Um, so It's I the twilight it. of the whatever century that was. I know. It makes me feel like maybe Twilight is a knockoff of Heinrich August Ossenfighter's story. You did better the first time. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so the vampire poems began to appear in English around the 19th century with Lord Byron and all those people started writing stories and like vampires. And then there was this story written about an aristocrat named Lord Ruthenvin who seduced young women only to drain their blood and disappear. I'm not sure if the women disappeared or if he disappeared. It sounds like there's some jealous men that are coming up with this story about these guys who are getting all the ladies. Oh, it's an opposite underworld because in the underworld, the lady, isn't it the lady that's taking the guys? Like, doesn't the lady bite the guy, the young guy? Yes, 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 you're right. I don't know. I know she was like, trying to save his life and stuff like that. I don't remember who bit him. Well, so then it goes on to talk about Dracula, which is probably our most famously known vampire uh, through literature. And it's probably the most important work of vampire fiction. So it takes place in Transylvania about a count who uses supernatural abilities to prey upon innocent victims. And then um, from there, it goes forward. Some people say that Dracula actually was inspired by this prince named Vlad III of Tr- Dracula of Transylvania, the Impaler, and then um, his wife, Elizabeth, who also apparently like murdered dozens of women and drank their blood to preserve their own vitality. Wow. Can we you know, talk? Bell- to- Go ahead. Go ahead Chris, sorry. I was just going to throw up the other important uh, Dracula count. Dracula. Oh, yeah. Yes. And Wait, one, this is Count Dracula with Coco Puffs or Count Dracula Counts for Sesame Street? Counts I was going for Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. Oh. One. Ah, ah, ah. Two. Ah, ah, ah. Have you ever seen the Will and Grace episode? It's like a Christmas episode. And I don't know what Will was trying to do, but they wouldn't let him leave the room until he counted to 10 like Dracula. And he was like, one. <laughs> ah, ah. No, I missed I've never that seen one. That. That's pretty funny. I'll send it to you. Do you know Bram um, Stoker? Bram, what is his name? Bram, no, Bella Lugosi. Where did I get Bram Bella Stoker? Lugosi. Bella Lugosi was big time into the cult, and Come he and was go. actually <laughs> he was big into uh, scrying. Which, for those that don't know what scrying is, is where people have like a mirror that they sit in front and kind of stare into it and kind of, I guess, meditate in a sense. And it was supposed to be that spirits would come and, and talk to them through the mirror. And um, Zach Bagans, if those that are a fan of him or not a fan of him, he has a pretty awesome museum in Las Vegas that has a bunch of artifacts from famous people or famous horror-esque type stories, serial killers and stuff. And he actually has, <clears throat> excuse me, Bron- um, Bella, I almost said it again, Bella Lugosi's uh, scrying mirror in there. So when I went, I got to check that out. That was pretty well. So I have a crying mirror where I look into the mirror and cry. That oh, that's my bathroom thing? mirror. <laughs> Every morning yeah, I, I wake that up. Mirror also, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all have the same mirror. Okay. Yeah, must be a Waters thing. Sold at Walmart. 
Right. Water's family tradition, crying in the mirror in the morning. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. <laughs> and then That's I it. go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bill Lagosi is a great, uh, I'm glad you brought him up, Chris, because he actually is somebody who really solidified this like thought that he had, was an actor who did this movie in 1931 that really connected with vampires. And he talks about how vampires... Um, are usually like aristocrats. They're usually from like Eastern European origin, um, all of these things. And he was sort of one of the first to really like create this image of what vampires are and, and who they are and, and all of that. Um, and then throughout like the 20th century, vampires began to turn into this idea of like animalistic creatures and monsters. Um, so going from maybe like a normal kind of animal to like this monster and then we see with um the dark shadows which was a soap opera um for about four years in the 60s and 70s it went from being kind of creepy to this lovable forlorn kind of vampire um that is fun so sort of what we talked about that tv show um right yeah those, and it's kind of funny to see that it the vampires have changed you know the idea of them has changed so so vastly and kind of where they're at today is even more you know interesting yeah so then um you know with y'all probably have heard of interview with the vampire um i promise yeah. i did not get my information from tom hanks this week it was from tom cruise uh and brad pitt i watched Anne rice's interview with the vampire the movie is still so good um it's it's a classic if you haven't watched it, and it really made just the understanding that vampires being more even a more human look. So although they still are subhuman and they are, you know are immortal and afraid of light and all of those things, it kind of also shows that they're, that humanity of um, being vulnerable and being able to like fight amongst each other, all of that. Um, and then we kind of move into like our more present day vampires, which <clears throat> I know is something that. Chris and I like really talk about a lot. So not only is there the wonderful Twilight Saga, which um, ruined vampires for me. I, you know, I have a soft spot at the time. I and I wasn't like into it, into it, but I, I liked them. I've only seen them all once. I will say that, but I wasn't against it. But I've kind of grown against it. Like I hate it now. But at the time, it was kind of kind of cool. I like the I like the picture they painted for vampires and werewolves but i didn't really like the story they used to do it yeah i think i think it was nice the showing of like instead of being um afraid of sun they sparkle in the sun and yeah there's yeah. An inner world of vampires right. um the way they showed the original vampires back in italy yeah. is actually quite common with the story i thought that part was really good i think there was a lot of cultural i don't want to say like issues i had with it with like the i felt like he was quite controlling yeah but, yeah and that's what i said there's some places of it i didn't care for you know the the, the storyline and how controlling and stuff he seemed but i do have a soft spot for the vampire diaries 110 percent love the vampire say, diaries and the originals love it yes and so like, I've, seen I've never seen it oh the actually original like i love yeah, you would probably like the originals, but you really need to watch Vampire Diaries to really capture it all. But it's really like a 
teen show, I feel like. Am I wrong saying that? <laughs> it's absolutely a teeny bopper, like teen show on CW. Yeah. Um, but it's phenomenal. I love it. I felt a little bad at first. And then you're like, well, these actors are old enough. You can, I, I can watch it, enjoy it. It, yeah. it is phenomenal. It's definitely that romance, steamy vampire kind of. Um, Almost what? like, um, man, what were we just Twilight esque yeah. type? Yeah. But I think they did it way better. My See, I've never seen Twilight either. Uh, like, well, that I, is I, yeah, yeah, I've always been told that. like Twilight's like a girl's thing. Yeah, you could skip that. Yeah, I mean, it was like I read the Twilight books, and I was like, okay, but you know, so and Angela and Erica are probably screaming right now at the radio as we're listening to us, my two best friends who listen to our podcast, because we actually were obsessed with the True Blood series. Did you ever watch that? Nope, missed all so that. That too. is good on HBO. And that's the Sookie Stackhouse books. They're probably like 11 of them, to be honest, with a ton of them. And it takes place in, um, I think it's like Baton Rouge in the South somewhere. And it deals with um, vampires and then witches. There are witches in the story, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Um, same same, same <laughs> with um, I, I knew we were going to talk about witches tonight. I knew it. I got it. <laughs> But that one is really good because I think it really shows just the world of vampires living amongst humans, and yeah, if you're not sure. And I I didn't last as long as I felt like it should. I think it was only like three or four seasons, maybe. I felt like they could have taken that like way further than they did. I do know that like everyone was like obsessed with them for a while. Yeah, I, I, I like that one too. Yeah, it was like four the furthest seasons. I got into any of that is the underworld. Like I said, you know, I, I watched like the first movie of the underworld. I think the second one, maybe, but See, I, I really never got into that. They're more like fighting combat esque movies compared to these. We're talking about them more like they do have the violence and the gore and stuff in it, but it's more of a romance type, I guess is more the best category romance, for it. Like every day. How do you figure it? figure yeah. it out kind of thing um, yeah. okay so like a almost like a true to date like what, what yeah. it would be today yeah. or something like that like there's yeah, yeah. issues like they have issues it's it's sort of like buffy the vampire slayer which is also another great little oh yeah classic show um without trying the, the vampires continually trying to kill the humans yeah um yeah it's there's still humans kind of dying but not yeah. not like buffy was um yeah i i love i'm so glad we talked about the originals like that's one of my favorites and i recommend that i think that's the new genre we've really moved into is this idea of vampires living among us and how Mm -hmm. how does that work instead of these like secretive vampires sort of um and so you know there also is that other flip side like you were saying dave so there's like blade Who's that half vampire superhero in the comics? And then is it Wesley Snipe who played Blade in the movies? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which I think is, there's a new Blade movie coming out with Wesley. No, I think someone else is supposed to be Blade. Oh, that's, that's so. Fun. I think Wesley might be a little too old now. No, I think he's got jammed up with taxes. Yeah, I think it's around. a little taxes thing. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> taxes. Death and taxes, um, two things you can count on. 
Um, unless you're a vampire. And then, like you said, Underworld, so that exploring that ongoing war between vampires and werewolves. Um, I really thought this was interesting. We've all probably heard of, like, Helsing, who ben is Helsing. a yep. comic. Yep. Yeah, ben Helsing. Helsing, who actually um, came from a Japanese and anime um, character, which I didn't know about. So that's interesting across cultures. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Here, Robin's like, really? Um, and then, you know, my favorite vampire of all time is Angel, who was the love interest of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, he has his own TV show. I really enjoyed that. And while I was in quarantine, I watched a little bit of Angel every day on TV. See, I think I've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, just like minimal. Yeah. But, you know, I just never really paid attention to it too much, I guess. Well, we recommend that you, I think the first show you got to watch day for vampires is what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Start there. Start there because that's fantastic. Well, like yeah. I said, like it was on, I was, you know, laying on the couch, falling asleep and I watched a couple lines of it and I'm like, Hey, this could be pretty funny. Yeah, it's it pretty is. good. It's pretty like, <sighs> Like people who don't take themselves like vampires who are taking themselves too seriously, but it's because they're taking themselves so seriously that it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like your office. You know, it's like the yeah. office thing. That's how it was you know, sold to me when somebody recommended it. I watched it. And you know, what's funny is I never, I never got into the office. I never. It's kind of one of those shows that I, I'm keeping on the back burner as like a fallback to, but I never got into the office like i feel like i could but just never did i you know i've tried to get into the office a couple times and like they locked the doors clearly <laughs> yeah it was just spoof. that was pretty bad no i, well, I was I, eating I it up though i was falling right into it <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh no, wow I, they locked the doors is somebody else watching it and wouldn't let you in to watch it like what do we got going on here i just <laughs> uh, <laughs> nailed it mm. i just i couldn't get into i i, I don't know I, I don't know why i couldn't get into it like i like hmm. you oh, know I some of the it. characters like some of the characters i could see you know being as real life people but yeah all in all it, it's I, I i didn't really like follow it like get into we it get literally into it. watch it every day at my house it is on at some point wow that in 30 rock and parks and rec Th- just you know. Oh, uh, Thirty Rock. I thought I was thinking Third Rock from the Sun, but I did like Third Rock from the Sun. But I never <laughs> did Rock get from into the Sun. Th- was a great show yeah. too. Um, my mom was watching that the other day. I don't know if she was intending to watch it, but it was on TV. Really, <laughs> I, I haven't I seen going, it in forever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been on TV here lately. That one, uh, Gilligan's Island's on. Uh, classic. Oh, Love there's a Gilligan's. couple other classics, and Savannah's you- like. What are you watching? Uh, what? Chris, do you remember oh, yeah. Mama's, she... Mama's House? Oh, Mama's yes. House was good, too. Oh, yes. I, that show was so good. We watched that, like, every summer before we got Alf. lunch. Alf. Alf was another classic. Yeah. Um, Harry and oh. the Hendersons. Oh, mm-hmm. very, very good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. So many good and shows and movies. I feel as though Florida's at war right now. I'm not sure with who. Um, Georgia, maybe. I might have to cut this one short because it's going down for real right now. <laughs> oh, the fireworks. 
I'm praying to God it's fireworks and not, <laughs> not some automatic weapons that might have got missed in the band. Hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Well, um, I was going to add something to your comment. Oh, well. But anyway, with the, with the old shows, the classic shows, like I looked for a song on, uh, on Amazon music and I listened to the song and then it played past the song and it like played some, um, 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 intros. For like these old classic shows, and I'm singing. Oh, wow. Savannah's looking over at me like, "What are you singing?" I'm like, <laughs> "You don't know about these mo- these shows." She goes, "No, Dad." So like, we had to come home, and I'd I'd show her some. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh um um. Oh, what is it called? Tell you a little story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, barely kept his family. Oh, family. the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. She like turned her nose up. And she goes. What is this? Oh, stop it. That's a classic too, man. Such a good one. Um, yeah. So yesterday I turned, I was just sitting on the couch, turned the TV on my first day free out of isolation. And, um, the great, um, the great outdoors with Chevy, or, um, John Candy and our favorite date after Big bear come. Um, and so it's on and I am like quoting every line, this movie and Adam doesn't, he doesn't think that that was funny. And I said to my mom, like, I don't know if I think they're funny because John Candy reminds me of my dad yes. so much. If that's yeah. why I, I just that. think it's yeah. so yeah. funny. Um, but when he was eating that steak and he's like shaking with like meat sweats to try to eat mm-hmm. the last, <laughs> oh, the one that, come the one on. that t-shirt, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and the guy's like, He's like, he's done now. And he's like, all of it. And he looks at him like the gristle. I can just <laughs> see that. I can see our family doing that. Like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Pig, 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 Oh, and then there was like, what else? We watched that one. And then we watched another one. Like, oh, Caddyshack came on right after. Oh, yeah. Oh, money also movie. Also a classic movie. Yeah. So. All right. Back to vampires. So I'm going to give you a little history about where vampires come from, because I always thought they were like made up from like uh, Dracula and like Eastern Europe. Apparently I'm wrong. So um, it all dates back to ancient Greece where (laughs) uh, tales of walking corpse, drinking blood and the living, spreading plague, all of that through medieval times. but what we learn is it comes back to this story of the first vampire written in the scriptures of Delhi, Delhi. Um, and so there's kind of this argument of like, who came first, the chicken or the egg? And so the answers apparently come from the vampire Bible. So the vamp- first vampire started out not as a vampire, but a human named Ambrosio. And he was an Italian born adventurer who happened upon Delphi in Greece. And while he was there, I'll uh, post a link to the story in our Instagram for everyone to like read more about it. But a nutshell is that there were a series of curses and blesses placed upon him from all the Greek gods that made him the first vampire. 
Man, he pissed some people off during his he, trip, didn't he? I think he pissed some people off, and then I think like people felt bad, but they're not kind. Well, hmm. would like okay, so you got cursed, and then you got a blessing. Would they cancel yeah. each other out, or like That's you right. got to live with like the vampire curse and the lifelong blessing, and then so this is how it started. Apparently, the sun god Apollo. Uh, out of a fit of rage, cursed Ambrosio so that his skin would burn if it ever saw sunlight again. So that's how we got mm. that skin part. And then his bad luck continued to follow him as he ended up gambling away his soul to Hades, the god of the underworld. And then his next curse came when Apollo's sister, Aramidas, or Artemis, is it Artemis? Artemis. Artemis. I always thought Artemis was a boy. Apparently I'm wrong. Artemis, the god of moon and hunting, made Ambrosio's skin burn if he ever touched silver. Hmm. Then Artemis must have felt bad because she was like, oh, I'm sorry that I did that. So I'm going to bless you with the gift of immortality, which is that a gift when you can't go in the sun and you can't touch silver? Yeah, I think they could have reversed maybe some of the other curse if you really want to give me something. Also, immortality, like, think about it. Like, if you were immortal, like, okay, that's great. I'm going to get to see everything. But at the same token, you get to see everybody die. Yeah. Like, you see these people come, you you know, you love them, and then they die. And everybody in your life is going to die. You're going to watch everybody die. Yeah. They talk about that in the originals, about how they fall in love with certain people and don't want to turn them. And then they died. Yeah. Um, and then not only that, um, Artemis was like, I also feel bad for you. So I'm going to give you super speed and strength to become a hunter um, so that you are the, like, the most powerful hunter second to me in the world. Hmm. Uh, also, I'm not sure who gave this blessing, but apparently blood sucking, which, by the way, is called hematophagy. Um, was included in the mini blessings, and that is where the original story comes from. So um, um, Ambrosio was someone who would hunt, um, and then he used to hunt swans, and he would use their blood to write love letters, and I guess also drink them. Well, there um, you go. That's a true love letter right there in swan Which blood. apparently, yeah. although it's creepy for us, is not unusual in ancient Greek to make do with what you've hunted. Well, no, that's so, that's understandable, but just why did it have to be swans, though? I feel like that's like... So, Chris, I feel like, like you need to hunt something and write Robin a love letter in that blood. Mm. Well, all your Christmas cards is coming you- in chicken blood today. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all your Christmas cards in chicken uh, blood. <laughs> I mean, I already apparently wrote your birthday card, Dave, from three months ago, but never mailed it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess I'll mail Christopher's and yours at the same time. <laughs> Sweet. That's I odd. I do cat I blood just... because these things are pissing me off. <laughs> the cats? That's just odd. I don't The swan things throw me off. Like, I would think, so like, weird. deer or squirrels, maybe. But swans? What do swans I mean, it's do? A, it's a bigger chicken. Well, that's true. I'm sure they taste good. But, like, I, I know... It's way it against like the law. What would make you think that England. swans taste good? Well, birds taste good, right? 
chicken. Tastes like yeah, that tastes like good. chicken. I like chicken. Pigeon. Right with wings. Ducks Pigeons. a little greasy. I one time ate an Oreo. Like an Oreo. I'm sorry. Oreo bird. Yeah. It was um, in Dubai. I felt really bad after I did it. Yeah, you renounced your Marylander ship then. You sure did. <laughs> Eating the state's bird. Yeah. <laughs> what did it taste like? What's was it that? Uh, you know, it was like so Oreos. small. <laughs> I wish it tasted. It just tasted. It was like a small chicken. So the feathers on it? No. No, it, it probably was a breast. small chicken. And I probably paid an obscene amount of money to eat it. Nice. So but you I actually paid extra to eat an Oriole. Oriole. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't feel as bad as my friend who ate a baby shark. Uh, I don't. That doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. A baby shark? I mean, it's like eating veal. Yeah. That's true. Hey, when you when you were in Dubai a minute, did you ever, was that guy, he's like a big chef now, Suzanne Berserk or something like that? Barack, what the hell is his name? He's a big um, uh, chef out there. I am terrible about knowing if people are like famous or not. Um, David's... <laughs> Looks like his house is going to come down around him. What's this crap's still going. It hasn't stopped. I'm surprised y'all can't <laughs> hear it every time scared? I keep. Yeah, well, yeah, they're like one of them's laying next to me. The other one, I don't know, went up under the table or something. But this guy. Mm, yeah. Like I said, I'm not good about that. Um, I just went where people took me, and they could have been famous, and I have no idea. What's he making? I don't know, but he's fascinating to watch. It looks he owns amazing. all these restaurants. We did eat at like a Michelin star one one time. That's where I had the Oreo bird at a Michelin star restaurant. Or is that is Michelin star a restaurant or is that tires? Well, Michelin's uh-huh. a tire. Yeah, that's a tire. I'm not I'm sure, sure if they have... Michelin star is like a thing. So they named their. I also one time like... ate at a restaurant under the water. Oh, that's cool. It's super cool. And you could like pick what seafood you wanted. I'm pretty sure they probably didn't bring you what I picked. It was cool. <laughs> um, so then Ambrosio later went back to Italy. Now a full-fledged vampire. Got his vampire card. He gained a V card instead of losing it. Nice. Um, and then legend traced that he went to Florence where he created the first vampire clan. We don't know a lot about this plan. We just know that it was probably people who volunteered. They wanted that immortality and the power, and they traded their souls um, for it. Uh, it's believed that the curse would continue for any vampire where their souls would remain in the underworld, aka hell or Hades, and they could return to claim it, but they could never leave. And so he was able there, to turn people? Yeah. Oh, nice. Apparently. Um, but he didn't he didn't turn them in the sense of like I bite you when I turn you. He turned them in like they they also traded their souls to Hades for the power. For their V card. For their V card. So did he meet with all the other people and trade that stuff too to get the other stuff, or was it just a one and done with Hades? Hmm. That's a good question. I am unsure about that. I have not read the Bible fully, but I'll have to look into that one. There's yeah, a vampire Bible. Uh-huh. Well, you must have missed that. It is called. Well, I mean, I'm in the start of World War Three over here, so. 
<laughs> what did I say it was called? Uh, the Scriptures of Delhi. Really? Just known as the Vampire Interesting. Bible. Is this like easily accessible on the on the interwebs here, or do I? Yeah, have to I'm go gonna to post the, a link to it for our. Do I have to go to followers. the dark web? No, I think you can want you can on the light web. Although I don't know if it'd be true if you can get it on the. So is it the whole Bible? No, it's just some, I think it's a scriptures from like Greek mythology. I don't actually think it's legit Bible, Bible scriptures. The vampire Bible. You caught that. (laughs) So the whole vampire Bible is accessible by the dark, the dark web. Probably. I bet you. Probably that and more. I don't know what you're going to find. Dark web. I've never been to the dark web. Is it fun? I don't know. Letterkenny says it's very fun though. Yeah, I've been on there. I had an old tablet. It was a Google tablet, and I had uh, Tor on there, and I would access the dark web a little bit on there. You could go on the dark web. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it much. I hear the fireworks from your house. Can you hear them? Yeah, I thought you were building something. No. It's not my house. It's still laid up here. These guys got after it for a good, like, 15 minutes just getting after it and it's still going Chris can you have fireworks in Pennsylvania yes these fuckers around here are going ape shit too I just started hearing them just now a few minutes ago There's, it's ridiculous <laughs> that's how you know we're old so I have lots of memories when we were younger of us putting oh I'd be the out there in the middle of it I'd be like yeah, yeah. I'm spending like hundreds of dollars on these things yeah. Now we're yeah. like, can you turn it down, please? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in this community over here. What are you doing? <laughs> That's true. Geriatric <laughs> like who, fireworks. Yeah. Who's shooting these things off? Like, I know <laughs> Jim down the street. He ain't moving that fast. <laughs> He's gonna light it and still be standing next to it when it goes off. Oh man! All right. So, um, for what we know, the history of vampires. This grew the clan that this first vampire clan grew in size and strength until infighting created some type of civil war. And then many vampires left to kind of create their own clans. Um, but no one knows what sort of happened to the original vampire. So. Probably died. I mean, he took him out. No, well, no, he immortal. had immortality. Remember? Oh, he got blessed with immortality, <laughs> but he could still die though. Right. Because he couldn't touch silver and couldn't be in sunlight. Well, well just burn I assume if they touched it. No, so you just steady burn. Huh? All right. Could you imagine? So, what are the like, best I, ways to deal with vampires? Of like course, the first. Young, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, go. No, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, when we're young, like immortality would have been great. Now it's like, you know what? I don't think I want to. I mean, seeing what we're seeing right now, just well, let it go, big guy. Let it go. Here's my question yeah. with immortality. If I become immortal now, am I still immortal with like my knee pain when I sit down and like when I stand up and I make that uh, noise that I don't realize I'm making? Theoretically, I think not because I think theoretically all your ailments would go away because you're immoral or immoral. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, she's immoral. probably immoral too. Because uh, <laughs> you're immortal. Hit uh, that one out of the park there, Chris. I like that. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, as long as I don't need to, my hearing comes back and my vision comes back and my knees no longer crack, bring it on. But you're not immortal yeah. anymore. Yeah. No longer immoral. 
Yeah, but then you have to pay, you know, right now gas is four thirty nine, so you gotta watch that just skyrocket. Yeah, but you're only right. going out at night, it's not going out during the day. Yeah, but you still gotta buy gas at night too. I mean, just because it's at night doesn't mean your car doesn't run on electricity. No, well, no, I, no, I know, but I'm not going out as much as I would be if I hmm. was awake during the day. I will have you know there are twelve hours of nighttime, just as there just as there are twelve hours of daytime. No, because it doesn't get dark here until like nine. What time does it get light? I don't know. I'm yeah. not awake then. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's around nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time it gets. I've I've kind of timed it here. It's around uh, six thirty to six thirty ish type thing. Hmm. Six thirty, I can start seeing light later. Like it's. 820 and it's still pretty laid out right now. So. All right. So the best way to deal with vampires, of course, is to prevent them from coming in the first place. So don't invite a vampire to hang out unless you really want to. How do I know he's a vampire? Like, is he going <laughs> to go, hello, I'm here to suck your blood. He, you might. Here's the way. You need to ask all your friends to count. And if they're like, one, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> then that's a dead given. That's a that's a ringer for a vampire. I'm high fiving him. I'm like, you're great. You got the whole <laughs> joke. I'm I'm in it. <laughs> um, so in Europe, they actually used to like stake everyone they suspected that was a vampire. They would just like put a stake in them before they buried them. Not like a eat stake, like a wooden stake. No, I'm thinking like people were walking up. Hey, Clark, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, not Jim. That little bastard. He thought he was um, just the best. They don't understand or like know why people use wooden stakes. Because according to vampire or folklore, vampires like genies and other magical creatures um feared iron. So wouldn't it have been more effective to use iron stakes? But wood probably is easier. So yeah. Um, other traditions of killing vampires include decapitation uh, or stuffing their head with garlics or a brick. <laughs> I can see that working in many ways. I'm so going to take your head off. <laughs> you got me. I'm, I'm not more than more. So suspected vampire graves have been found with such signs, such as like there was once a woman expected to be a, suspected to be a vampire. Um, and they found in her skull a huge piece of brick. Um, hmm. So I imagine that was put in there. Um, also, there are suggestions of like there were these two Bulgarian skeletons that were found with iron rods through their chest. So I believe they probably were accused of being vampires also. Wow. Some other traditions to help. So Dave, so you don't bring vampires home. Um, is a vampire cannot enter your home unless they are formally invited, some traditions believe. This may have also been an early form of stranger danger. Oh, hi, kitty. Um, if your local villagers neglect to unearth and stake a suspected vampire and they return from the grave, there are a few things you can do to present. First, <laughs> um, you can maybe not invite them in. Uh, or you can stop a vampire by carrying a small bag of salt with you. And if you're being chased, you only need to spill the salt on the ground, at which the vampire is obligated to stop and count each and every grain of salt. Before no pursuing. way. Could you I imagine? thought that was leprechauns or something. I thought leprechauns <laughs> had that. I had never heard that something has to stop and count every grain of salt. 
<laughs> yeah, I've heard that. It, uh, for something else, though, I didn't know it was vampires, though. Every grain? Like some ADHD, OCD mixed together. Like, could you imagine mm-hmm. running back and screwing with that guy? He's at like 1,475, 1,493, 1,475. Or you blow on it. Oh, you mother, we have to start over. Ah, ah, ah. One grain. Ah, ah, ah. Two grain. Ah, ah, ah. 4,972 grain. Ah, ah, ah. Then you blow him again. You son of a bitch. Ah, ah, ah. And the sun starts to rise, and they're like, oh. what do I do? Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, or if you don't have any salt, anything of small granules will do. So bird seed, sand, really Rice. whatever you feel. Well, then I don't, I don't see them walking around at all, because <laughs> they would just stop right after they come out of the grave, look down and go, ah, oh, son of a bitch, I'm stuck here again. <laughs> or does it actually have to be thrown at them? Uh, you know, my vampire guide doesn't tell me. It just sounds like they must, they're obligated to stop and count each and every grain before continuing the pursuit, which will allow you to get away. Could you imagine if it rained? <laughs> Salt just goes away. He's like, oh, God, son of a. What was I doing before I was looking at? Oh, I was yeah. chasing David. Oh, I was chasing you. Hang uh, on. Uh, uh. Um, all right. So let's talk about some real life vampires. So according to this doctoral student named Browning, that was his last name from uh, LSU, he has been on the hunt for vampires for many, many months. And he was talking to a store owner in New Orleans um, in the French Quarter when a middle aged woman and two teenage boys walked through the door. The owner stopped speaking mid sentence and then motioned to the woman as one of the people Browning was looking for. Nervously, Browning approached her and started talking about his study of real vampires. To be clear, these aren't people who possess supernatural powers, like Count Dracula, but rather individuals who claim to have a medical condition that requires them to drink blood or other things in order to sustain themselves. So members of this community have chosen to identify as vampires, uh, in defense of the negative images that the label invokes. So, I don't know if I could honestly do that. Like, you've got to drink a cup of O negative blood every day to stay alive. Well, that's okay. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Do you chill? And we'll it? get more into this. Ice but cubes. Does it have to be the same type blood type that you are? Well, and that's why I said like, oh, isn't. O negative or is it O positive that's universal to everybody? I think it's either. I know that I, I am O negative no. and can only have O negative. Yeah, one only can accept. O positive can give. Yeah. One can anybody. give to anybody, but the other one can only receive from one or something like that. Yeah. But that's the question. That's a great question. Like, if I'm AB, do I, can I have A and B or do I can only have AB? Because that's going to really limit your people that you're sucking the blood from. Or, I mean, well, it sounded like they were getting, like, cups of it from the doctor's office to drink. I think it's just blood. I think it was just in general. I think they're getting something else that's not going into their stream, so it doesn't have to jive. So it might just be whatever they're getting out of the blood, the iron or whatever, that they need to sustain themselves. 
So apparently, um, there is this association called the New Orleans Vampire Association. And this gentleman started to attend these meetings. Um, the New Orleans Vampire Association is a nonprofit organization comprised of self-identifying vampires who represent an alliance between eight vampire houses within the New Orleans greater community. It was established hmm. to provide support and structure for all vampires and other kin subcultures to provide educational and charitable outreach to those in need. Well, that's nice of them. So and we're running a McDonald that, house for vampires. vampires. Yeah. So throughout that Browning, the guy who's been studying vampires his whole life, um, started to like attend these meetings. He was kind of skeptical. And then um, after meeting the real vampires in the French quarter, he then went and kind of met some in Atlanta. And he learned that through the Atlanta Vampire Alliance, there are at least 5,000 people in the U.S. who identify as real vampires, with about 50 of them living in New Orleans alone. Um, Only 50 in New Orleans. Yeah, but by this guess, there's probably about 50 to 100 in most metropolitan cities in the world. And how many haven't came out yet? True. Very true. So then these communities largely keep to themselves because they know about the public perception and don't want to like bring up eyes to them. Um, they are. Uh, See, if they actually do exist, I mean, our culture has made it such a joke of their existence yeah. that it, even if they were real, like, I don't think anybody would, the public would completely believe it, you know? Exactly. So apparently vampirism, according to Browning, start to manifest around puberty when those who later become reliant on ingesting blood find themselves physically drained for no reason. They then discover accidentally that blood offers them a remedy. So maybe they bit their lip or like had a blood cut on their finger and they licked it. And they're like, oh, this makes me feel better. Um, so vampires can drink their own blood and sustain themselves? Yeah. So apparently by swallowing metallic liquid between their teeth, it gives them the instant burst of energy. Not every vampire does need blood to survive. Those who do are called sanguinis, um, while other vampires actually are drive strength from taking psychic energy of others. So Chris, you talked about that. Yeah. And in that community, what they usually do is they need to like touch, they have an intimate touch, like giving a massage or like, Things like that to take the energy. Really? Huh? So, in this community, (laughs) there are some people who are there to feed, so they drink the blood, while others are considered donors who give their blood. So, these people show up voluntarily and be like, all right, well, here you go. Some that like to do the sucking and some that like to get sucked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know those. And yeah. to come about one's awareness of vampire vamp- vampiric identity is called to be awakened or coming out of the coffin. Coming out of oh, the coffin. I see what they did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty slick. Um, and then elder vampires are those who have been awakened for some time and can in turn advise others on how to cope with vampirism. Hmm. So they're so really into his study, uh, Browning decided to try to be a donor himself. So at one of their holiday charity events, 
where they come together and make food for the homeless. Um, there you go. He met with one of the vampires and said, hey, I'd like, like to do this. Blood sausage and shit like that they give to the homeless? Uh, it says turkey, but yeah, sure. Huh. Maybe it's like a swan. Huh. Um, swan? So they just kind of like took a scalpel and pricked their finger and squeezed until the blood came out and like let the warm liquid lap it up and do that huh. a couple times. And uh, yeah. And that's why you have the spread of such diseases today. Okay, so that's what I was wondering too, because I'm like, how do you check for diseases? Like, well, I guess their blood would taste off. I don't know. Like, if I have COVID, (laughs) I do have COVID. Okay, Uh, with COVID, like, if you suck my blood, is that gonna like? Will they get COVID? Well, I'm thinking AIDS. Yeah, AIDS has like, you know, like your blood cell count is off. Yeah. So would they taste that? I, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Um, Do you get them tested before you can drink their blood? You're like, all right, I need to see. Uh, I would. A clean bill I mean, before I lick your pricked finger. I don't mean to be a purist, but I like prefer things to be organic. <laughs> so. Can't get much organic than that. That's the truth. <laughs> um, we have so any then, uh, vampire listeners, reach out to us and let us know how it works. Yeah. Yeah, lots of questions here. So someone might become a donor for a number of reasons. Um, They could be a close friend to a vampire. They could be doing it for financial compensation, sexual favors. Um, Vampires approach these donors of having observed them for some time. So it does sound like they actually do like pay attention to these people. It's not just some random person that they met on the street. They they probably do ask those questions like... um, What kind of coffee you had today? Yeah, <laughs> what kind of coffee? Um, <laughs> what kind of antidepressant medicine are you on? I, I want to get a little bit of that. Movements. <laughs> um, the apparently that vampire these vampires in this study reported they can't claim their control their urges, um, to which they need to have like feedings around two to three times a week, and if ample <laughs> blood is offered, they might refrigerate it later, come back, add it to tea or like other drinks. What? Tea and blood. Sounds awful to me. That sounds Um, like a southern. Sounds like they're sucking from a southern person. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure my blood probably is just sweet tea. So, (laughs) Um, but it's interesting because somebody, one of the people that that they talked about, um, was like, you know, I'd I'd much rather be normal and not have to do this, but like this is the only way that I can survive. And apparently, one woman even mentioned like not having. Um, she stopped drinking blood and for four months she ended up in the emergency room with a low heart rate that would like shoot up and then she'd like get really sick and then all of a sudden when she her husband came in to visit her she fed from him and was better so wow well I'm sure if you do this for an extended period of time you're gathering something from you know some nutrients from these other people's bloods dependency yeah I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely sure. I, I mean, I have lots of questions on how it's like goes through your system, but um, and then you know, Brown went on to say that when he talked to um, these people, he would mention you know specific things about pop culture regarding vampires, and they kind of weren't sure what he was talking about. And he's like, so I don't think these are like super fans or fanatics that are taking their obsession like too far. They're just normal people who have realized that to survive, they have to have blood. It's just like anyone with a grizzly drinking habit. Hmm. 
so yeah, they really exist. And um, that's my vampire story. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that's fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how some of these people, like, how, I, I guess, how people get by with their own certain mm-hmm. things. I mean, does that, so when they were talking about, um, sorry, I didn't get something. When they were talking about it coming on during puberty and things, I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm always tired. Like, yeah. Do I need to drink some blood? Right. I'm always What do you guys exhausted. think would happen if I like bit into Adam? I mm. do. I mean, it could have go one of two ways. Yeah. Is he into that? No. Yeah. He, I one time was joking with him and like nibbled and he really got pissed. Really? Is that, is that like against the Jewish thing? Can't bite <laughs> so, me. Maybe he was a donor at one time and it brings back bad memories. Could be. Ooh, I'll have to ask him. He's making me dinner right now, so I probably shouldn't ask him things. Yeah, wait till after you eat to ask him. Yeah. Well, and then I'm also wondering, okay, does it have to be human blood or could I like get blood from a swan? When that's according to the or shows cat. and stuff, they could, you could do it from that, but it didn't give you the same pep as human blood did from the shows and stuff. They're pretty much all consistent with that. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Do we think that vampires are real or people are just crazy? I think, I think there are people out there who think they're vampires. I love the idea that there's actual real vampires, but they're only, they're only the real ones. My air quotes, if you can hear them, the real ones are only experiencing the need for blood sucking. They're not experiencing any of the other things like the super speed, the, um, silver, the immortality, the, uh, the counting things when it's dropped when they're you know trying to consume their victims so i don't wholeheartedly believe that they're vampires but i do believe that this may have been around years ago and people kind of made it into a fable by adding some details and stuff to the stories of these people that have to have blood to survive i'm thinking it's something along another psychological problem we have in our society. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where these people like see this on TV, they want to connect with something that's, I guess, in in a sense, bigger than them. So they jump on this and Mm -hmm. go on the dark web, if you will, and, and find stuff about vampires and go, oh, well, there's other people that think like me, so I'm going to join this group. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's definitely becomes like a, not a cult because it's not that level, It's but it definitely becomes like a club, you know, where it's the, the cool thing to do and, yeah. you know, they find camaraderie and everything in that. So definitely see that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, everyone write us and, and, and let us know what yep. you think. Comment and let us know what you guys think if there's really real vampires out there or it's just a bunch of people who have lost it. Love what to hear what you guys is. think. No, it's not witches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking too, Chris, when we went to New Orleans that last time, we did do a vampire ghost hunt 
and they talked about the vampires. And I thought what was really interesting was that conversation of like the emotional vampires. Yeah. In the that um if you watch it's like the sequel to The Shining. It was like Doctor something. Doctor Sleep. It's a book. Doctor Sleep. Um, yeah. and they talk about emotional vampires and that. Mm-hmm. And that is really interesting. I, I could definitely see that being something. Um, yeah. That maybe it's not the term vampire, but people taking energy and Yeah, I could see know. that for sure. People because I've had people like I remember growing up I, I i remember experiencing it more growing up but there'd be like people or teachers or something that they would get close enough to me and they talk to me and it would almost be like i'd be so like relaxed state and so like i could fall asleep right there you know there's just some people and occasionally i get it now as an adult but i remember getting more as a kid like they would talk and it was just like so relaxing and so calming and then i would be so exhausted afterwards it almost felt like i was like drained or something so i could definitely see the that you know i get that all the time i deal with these people (laughs) that just make me so tired it's not even funny (laughs) so maybe maybe there are some like draining vampires out there yeah they drain the lifeblood right out of me every freaking Mm -hmm. night could be I actually think I am that I am actually like the opposite where I think I do take people's energy because of being like the such an extrovert. There's times I feel that way about you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't take it as a, as a nap there, Dave. I don't, um, you know, I think that I, I could see that being true. Um, yesterday we went to, a our neighborhood party and like halfway through Adam's like, okay, I've met my limit. I'm leaving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I mean, granted, leaving meant he's just going next door, like, back to our house, which is next door. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, bye, Adam. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. We've had it. <laughs> all, all right, right everyone. Well, those are well, my stories. Yes. Thank everyone for listening. Tune in next time, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of the waters run deep podcast please join us next week we dive deep into eastern state penitentiary david's presenting that one and he tells us about his trip of actually visiting the penitentiary tune in next week and please remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice helps us out tremendously please rate and review us tell your friends tell your family tell everyone Also, you can check us out on our Instagram at TWRD underscore podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.